Hi, everyone. Before we get to the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. The link to podvoices.help will be in the details of this episode. Hey, y'all, I just wanted to tell you about a conference that you might want to be a part of. It's called Baja Con, and it's going to be August 26th through 28th. It's going to be right on the edge in Sarnia, Ontario, Canada, and Port Huron, Michigan. And it's going to have some of your favorite speakers, Seth Andrews, Dan Barker, Annie Laurie Gaylor, our own Dave Warnock, Josh Bowen, um, Himmet Meta. So it's going to have a lot of people. And Baja stands for Blue Water Atheists, Humanists, and Agnostics Conference. So I'm going to put the details right in the description, but if you can go to that, I think you'll enjoy meeting a lot of people who are just like you. So Baja Khan, August 26th through 28th. Just go to Blue Water Aha for Atheist Humanist Agnostics.com. Welcome to Deconversion Therapy, and I think it's our fourth kook-off. So, first of all, I'm Karen. I'm Bonnie, and I didn't get the pun of kook-off until maybe the second year. We don't have to give everything away that's in our minds, It's okay. (laughs) They think you're the smart one. No, they don't. Oh, which you are. Um... If you guys don't know about us, Bonnie and I met when we were one year old, and we both grew up in the Southern Baptist Church, evangelicals, uh, were there all the time. You can go back and hear some of our history, but I just thought I'd throw it in there while I'm telling you to also please review us and maybe share uh, our podcast with someone. We would appreciate that. And you can find all our socials and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, in the description, in the uh-huh. description on the on the podcast, they're all There's there. There's so much; it is packful. It's Karen tells nuts. me. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the background, you're going to hear sirens and rain. Mm. So Yay. get excited! What's going on? Just like Florida. a bad storm and every <laughs> ah, excited. There's well. some thunder. Can you hear it? That's wow. right. Wow. Yeah, I have right now a 15-year-old dog trying to gum a dental bone right next to me, and a younger dog right outside the closed door just hoping the door evaporates and he can (laughs) run in and grab it. Some comedian said, like, nothing is more interesting than whatever is on the other side of a closed door to a dog. That's exactly (laughs) what is happening here. It is... It's just excitement minute by minute over yeah. like my house. 
So let's see. I have for my person um, a faith healer. For the listeners, explain what this is. It is a podcast. And maybe for me too. No. In an episode. Uh, it's, it's our annual kook-off, which, you know, like a kook-off. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we team up two people against each other, the wackiest of the wacky, preachers, televangelists, whatever they are. And we just tell some information that each of us doesn't know about that said person. And then you guys get to vote who is the wackiest, who you want to marry, fuck or kill. Is that it? Are we doing That's gross. That? Okay, no. never mind. Um, it's but whose teeth just, do you want to lick? <laughs> right. Just choose uh, who you think is the wackiest. But I didn't know my guy. I don't And I doubt I didn't, you knew yours. I did not know my guy either. I was Googling people and I'm like, how come we never knew this guy? That's the same with me, because there's too many guys. I know, and I guess I don't realize how large our country is if new ones can pop up any time. And there's so much money available that people are giving these people that it boggles me. I'm I'm just thinking, damn it, why can't we just, uh, why don't I have the personality to not feel bad about conning people? I, I don't know, because it would be so, that would be so great. It's so simple. <laughs> so, oh, so, so one of our, one of the guys we've talked about before, and we're not doing him in the kooks today, but Creflo Dollar recently yeah. has told people, hey, guess what? I was really wrong when I was asking you to send all your money as tithes. And when he asked for like, I don't know, 65 million for a jet. A private mm. jet or something like that. They love them jets. Well, and so everybody <clears throat> on the comments of things that they're posting with Creflo Dollars, you know, apology, they're like, uh, when are you sending the refund check? Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, he didn't think that through, did he? He didn't. No. And I heard that he also was saying that um, you're not giving if you're just giving from your savings. That God wants you to give from your living. So your grocery money, your, like, that is real faith. And I'm like, fuck you. That's that's horrible. Well, I always say that about somebody who um, I work with. (laughs) That, like, they're they're generous when there's an abundance. Right, right, exactly. But if it's not an abundant time, it's like, oh, I better be careful. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So just give all your money to us. We need a jet. Yeah. God, I haven't even flown forever. But who knows? Get I'll, ready. I'll, all right, let's go ahead and start our kook off. You want to start with yours, Bonnie? Yep, and I have a sound bite. It's not going to be the highest quality, but you don't need it because I'm going to tell you what the words are. <laughs> um, all right, I'm preparing this here. I hope it's in tongues. For the 2022 Kukoff, I've got a guy who's a televangelist, and he has a couple of things that he does. Um, One, he does the faith healing kind of stuff like Benny Hinn, Mm -hmm. where he pulls people's legs and makes them Mm -hmm. longer and and does the faith healing, and, and people, oh my goodness, and are overcome and fall down. So he does that, and then the second thing that he does is sits on camera 
and talks to his, I guess, audience and tells mm-hmm. them to call in. And I'll tell you more about that later. Okay. But the thing that he's most known for... I just want for, to make sure that we are not doing the same person who's going under two names because they're con artists anyway, and they put on a different mask and two different names because that's what mine is. Well, this is Kearney Thomas. <gasps> what? Oh, shit. No, mine's <laughs> different. <laughs> so this is Kearney Thomas. Kearney? But the th- Kearney. So uh, the thing you need to know about him is that he screams. And there's certain mm-hmm. words that he screams every time. God is one, and uh-huh. now is one. So, you know, those kind of oh, things. yeah, yeah. Those kind of words pop into sentences a lot when you're telling God to do something for someone now. Yeah. And but is Kearney short for kernel? <laughs> like not. Corn like a kernel stuck in your tooth of yeah. corn? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so, but you never know. Um and, of course, he speaks in tongues that sound just like when my mom makes gibberish sounds. Anyway, <laughs> so here is your little sound bite, just so you get an idea. And I hope you guys look up things on, on YouTube like Best of Kearney Thomas. All right, here we go. I know you love to talk about Pastor Kearney Thomas, but I will let you know that I'm praying for God to bless oh, you right shit. now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was the the translation, I'm praying for God to bless you right now. Holy crap. I'm going to have to adjust. I'm sure by the time you all hear this, I've adjusted the the sound volume on that. I wonder, it makes me think like, okay, I got to have a gimmick, guys. I got to have a gimmick. What's it going to be? He sure has one. So like comments under the YouTube video was, it was like, oh, we used to get drunk in college and just watch this guy. (laughs) I'm sure he'd be so excited to know he's reaching drunk college kids, but not in the way he wanted to. Right. So uh, that's that's his whole shtick is the the screaming. Mm, and people have made mix-ups of it, you know, on YouTube, but nothing's it's funnier than the raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The raw screaming. Yeah. And he speaks in tongues. So well, you think excellent. you're listening to what he's saying and then all of a sudden you're like, "Whoop, he just slipped into tongues." Okay. And doesn't matter. No. Nope, right. Doesn't matter. I'll tell you what he does on his show after you give me yours. Well, my guy, I sort of have heard of him, but I never paid much attention to him. He is named Peter George Popov. So, Peter Popov. And he's German born (laughs) American televangelist. And, uh, you know, similar to yours, their legs growing. Now, they're not growing six inches, they always just grow like half an inch. It's fascinating. And there is the sitting facing the camera and talking. Um, (laughs) It's the whole deal. But. Popov's father preached at revival meetings in the United <laughs> States, like in the 1960s. The alliteration. Popov's papa preached. Popov. And so the son also began making appearances as a preacher. And the son, this one, old Peter, was billed as the miracle boy evangelist. So all I'm picturing is like, and we have a tincture for the ladies, you know, so they don't have cramps during periods. Like I'm picturing tent revivals that aren't just straight um, 
Christianity, there's a lot of like bells and whistles and almost like a circus. Now we're bringing out the miracle boy. Right. And out pops Popov. And uh, is he going to grow a new limb? <laughs> it's going to pop off and then he reattaches. <laughs> That's right. So they even had like ads, you know, for these tent revivals where it would just be, and the miracle boy. And it said that he was born in a West Berlin bomb shelter and had been rescued from a Siberian prison camp. All these things that I'm not sure have been proven. Mm. But his whole thing is that, yeah, he's going to heal the sick and he's going to foretell the future. And uh. Bonnie, be prepared because <laughs> another this prophet. is a miracle boy. Is he a man now? Like when boy band no, members. No, that's the miraculous part. <laughs> he is still no. Yeah, he's he's like this. You know, uh, he was born in forty six, and for people like me who are really smart, that's that's anywhere from sixty to eighty years old now. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> just a white guy with with fourteen year old veneers. You know, like really <laughs> bright teeth and like baby Billy. <laughs> Yeah, righteous gemstones. Yep. All right. So, what is? Uh, go ahead. You do the first shot of the weirdness of yours. Oh, the first one was the weirdness. <laughs> okay, so a lot of the teachings of Kearney Thomas revolve around guess what? Faith and prosperity. What? So, televangelist. Um, so he offers these prayer handkerchiefs and personal prayer packages as a point of contact with the people who nice. he's talking to. Yeah, cotton so, is this velour? I don't we? know, but let me tell you, it's it's some it's like a way that he makes a miracle come into somebody's life, and you know they're colored red because of the blood of Jesus Christ and all that. So he sits on camera. At this table, I don't know what the set must be like, but it's like just a tiny table. And he's got this giant uh, collection, like maybe three or four inches of little squares of red fabric. So you don't get a proper handkerchief. You just get a square <laughs> of fabric that somebody somewhere has cut into a little tiny potholder size thing. So at one point, he's sitting there with all of his red handkerchiefs that he's going to give, give to people when they call in, and he gets all worked up, so he wipes his head with the big pile of them. <laughs> At some point, you might get one that has a dollop of sweat on there. Um, so then in one, in one video, he gets angry or riled up, I should say, and says, I want you to call the toll-free number. Give me your name and address. Please follow my instructions. Why do it that way? Because that's the way God showed me how to tell you how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> because this ransom that I'm going to do on you will not work if not. How yeah, else can <laughs> I send you a red cloth of kearney juice? That's how to oh. do it. God showed me. My gosh. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of what his, his shtick is. You call the number. You give him your address. You get the red handkerchief. Then you mm-hmm, do something mm-hmm. with it, and you send it back Ooh. to them. And yeah. I don't know where the asking for money comes in. So maybe the maybe it's just an exchange of a handkerchief at first until he gets right. to know you better, and then he really exactly. sticks it to you. Yep. So that's his shtick. Yeah. I have a similar shtick, but 
mine is better than your shtick because my guy has has a whole table full of accoutrement that he sends out. <laughs> he's he's switching up. He's jazzing and jipping and juping and I don't know. Um, so I actually found a video of some guy, I think in Australia, it just shows his hands. He's like, ah, let's see what I got from Popov today. Can you believe this guy? <laughs> and he opens all the, that was a New York accent, by the way. He opens all these envelopes and he's like, oh, look, look. Oh, it says it's going to send me healing doves. And guess what? I bet it is from the same cloth at Discount Wholesale's cloth world that right. Kearney got and they just cut out on felt little doves and you was get it a, that in the envelope it was a little a little tiny fake dove a little it was it, it, one dimension okay just a piece of felt and then you cut out oh, okay. the shape of a dove and they stick it in the envelope so you have something useless in your house yeah that's um, shitty they should have sent a feather they have nothing. They have all these different things, and the guy opens it, and it's a kind of thing where you get stickers that say prosperity, abundance. Yeah. And then there's another page, and it says, put the stickers on the matching thing, and it's the same thing, abundance, uh, you know, prosperity. So <laughs> it's like a kid's manipulation booklet where you're just doing simple tasks yeah. But it's pages and pages. So it's really <laughs> thick. It's all this stuff. But his like claim to fame, especially now, is the spring water. Oh. And what he does is he gives like a little uh plastic baggie, very small, and it has some water in it that is oh. supposed to be blessings and, and it's gonna do a lot of things like that. And he says, I can see God leading people into new homes, new automobiles. God gives supernatural debt cancellation. And I'd like to send you Miracle Spring Water. Yeah. So he and where's that from? The water. It's Dasani. No. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's like uh, the office they rent, you know, water tap or something. <laughs> Um, when you said Dasani, I thought you were going to say it's dishonest. <laughs> like, I bet. And, and definitely. I bet. So it has like these commercials and you can watch them and it's just absolutely ridiculous. But it has testimonials. And this one lady said, I took your holy water and put it in my son's shoes. I put Why? it in his bed. I put it on his pillow. And my son joined the church and got saved, and he's still in church. And ready? <laughs> yeah. And then I got $3,800 in new furniture. <laughs> like, wait, back up. How do you get the money? Were you happening at the same time to be going to work? Did you go and buy the furniture? So, um, and who knows how old the kid is, too, like, you know. He's 10. He had to go. Um, so all these, like, crazy little things that have to do with the water. But he sends out in every single one of his letters just little crappy doodads. Yeah. Where it sounds like Kearney is at least focused. <laughs> he doesn't really have much of a... 
of a, a choice there, or a selection. <laughs> it's just all red handkerchiefs. Do you think that there's a catalog, you know, like that? Um, Uline? <laughs> the, I'm thinking of that trading company where you just get a bunch of little crappy things for Hobby parties. <laughs> Close. But I wonder if there's one for like televangelists. Oh my like, gosh. No, I think they have to make up their own. I think that's why they feel like they're um, uh, stricken. What's that word? No, they're plus. persecuted. Yeah, like, yeah that's we don't true. have just some catalog. That's right, and we're we, we've got to go to the Claire's this, jewelry department. <laughs> and do you know how hard it is to get in contact with our Chinese sweatshop that we may cut those red cloths? No, but yeah. I think they could find a lot of stuff at Hobby Lobby. Actually, they've got a lot of little tiny knickknacks. They do. Yeah. God, how do they take inventory there? They must have a lot of theft by children. Anyway. So that guy's miracles. Okay, so this guy's got miracles too. And like I said, some of them he does on the phone in front of a camera. Some of them not. Um, One of the ones that I really liked was uh, he's talking to people and he says, you know, okay, I'm going to pray on you. And then he screams, you know, God, do this now. And then he does the (laughs) shabashabu um, of the tongues and says to this woman or man, I can't remember what, he says, okay, are you feeling better now? And he... (laughs) And the guy on the phone goes, no. And he's like, are you sure? And then, and then um, one woman had, um, like, I don't know, maybe a headache or something like that. And, and he said, all right, I'm going to make it. When do you want it to go away? And she goes, now. Right. And so he, oh, said, he does no, this two thing. Years from now. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so he does this thing, speaks in the tongue, screams God's name, and said, okay, how is it now? And she goes, well, it comes and goes. He goes, I don't care about going and coming. <laughs> All right. So um, some of the claims that he's made, and I couldn't find this one on video, uh, is one, that bathing in the olive soap, olive oil soap, can cure people of AIDS, cancer, and common aches and pains. Whoa. Um, other I miracles. I thought you were just going to say skin dryness, which <laughs> I'm like, that's all right. Nope. Nope. Oh, and I mean, AIDS, these are, like, where are you putting the soap? Okay. And these people are calling in with really serious stuff. Like somebody called in and she's like, I've been HIV positive since I was born. And, you know, then to me, the way that he, you know, was like, okay, I'm going to pray for this right now. Like, yeah, he was praying for it, but maybe he should have just cut the camera off and been like, I'm not doing this one. You know, that's kind of real. Anyway, um, other miracles that he says have occurred in his ministry. Let's see. Delivery of unexpected payments. Oh, $3,800 like your guy. And furniture. (laughs) Right. For no reason. And the resolve of marital troubles. Okay, so there's one woman at a crusade claimed that she desperately needed a job and a separation from her abusive husband. So she calls Thomas and said 25 minutes later she received a job offer from a security company. That she hadn't even applied to. (laughs) Oh, okay. You just realized you're the watch out for a drug cartel. (laughs) Like hiring managers are just Just actively stand stand here if you see the cops. Right? Tell us. um, So let's see. She also, uh, sometime later, received news that her husband had been unexpectedly, quote, shipped back to Egypt and he couldn't return to the U.S. for 10 years. I like that. 
That's um, the end of the hat? Uh, yeah. So Kearney didn't get him back? <laughs> no, that was what her prayer was, to get separated from him because he was abusive. Oh, oh, I get it. Well, talking about your guy with his olive oil soap, curing everything, my guy does, you know, the big, not arenas, but sort of, you know, big services, and he likes to yell and and do all his stuff, too, and it's all about faith in God, so you have to have faith that you're being healed right then, and he tells people to get their medications out and throw them into the aisle. Well, I hope they get them back later. Well, that's the thing. Like, I wish people could sue because, you know, a lot of the people, one, he's telling children and parents and all this stuff, you're healed, go out with the faith that you're healed. So people aren't going to the doctor. They're not taking their medication. You know, they're doing all this stuff. And you know people have died from these televangelists and them just believing and not seeking or getting the medical help they fucking need. Well, I hope um, not. <laughs> I hope they were smart enough to go, I have a little doubt. No. <laughs> grab no, their bottle of pills. It. They just have to be like, no, like they open the bottles and throw the pills onto no. the... yeah. And you know that janitor is piped up in the afternoon. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, but here's another fun one. In 1985, a year you and I know very well, Popoff decided to start getting donations because he wanted to provide, and this sounds like a great idea and a crazy idea, all that, but you know people got sucked into this. Think of 1985. He wants to provide Bibles to the citizens in the Soviet Union by attaching them to helium-filled balloons and floating them into the country. Sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> People, everyone's like, we're on board. We're going to help you buy balloons, helium. We've got it all. And soon then afterwards, they were skeptics because they weren't hearing about any Bibles or balloons popping in the Russian area and Bibles falling and hitting people in the head. So they were like, okay, can you prove that all that money you just collected was in fact spent on Bibles and balloons? And that's when (laughs) Bibles and balloons. That's when pop off. Staged a burglary at his own headquarters. Uh, of what? Balloons? That he said all that money mm-hmm. that he could not prove went to Bibles and balloons because before he could do that, he got robbed. Oh. So all that money disappeared, and mm-hmm. he said it was because of a burglary. But it was him staging a burglary, and so on you know, broadcasts after that, he began to cry and begged for donations to help (laughs) repair the damage to his headquarters. Oh, okay. So, you know. So there were headquarters damaged. Okay. Uh, The headquarters was damaged. The money was missing. It was, uh, it's almost like God wasn't protecting him in any way. That's weird. God usually Very. really protects these kind of guys. I mean, and the whole balloon thing. They didn't find a bunch of balloons. It's weird. 
they didn't find a whole bunch of non et non, j'ai le balance. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so um, Mr. Colonel here, mm-hmm. Kearney, says a couple things about marriage that I enjoyed. Um, and this one is on video, so if you guys want to find it, it's it's all there for you to watch. He's and just, I'll put these on our website, deconversiontherapypodcast.com. We're putting up notes and different things to each episode, so I'll put some videos up there. Yeah, you'll, you'll enjoy this. Um, so he's, he's walking around preaching to people, of course on camera, as always, and says the number one cause of marriage problems in America is the lack of money. And he's like, how many of you guys know no money, no honey? (laughs) And then he says, it's hard to make money when you're broke. Saying I'm going to live off love. Baby, that don't last for 30 (laughs) seconds. And then he rethinks it. Maybe two minutes, three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's trying to make it more reasonable. Um, uh, so his other marriage advice that he gives in a different video is um, he, he goes through like the every possible relative that's a man in your life that could be cheating on some like if your son-in-law is cheating on your uh, daughter, he has to like think of where the <laughs> pairs are. Right. If you're if your son's cheating on the daughter-in-law, if you're a husband-in-law, whatever. Um, so his advice is if he's cheating on you with a woman that's uglier than you, you know oh. that ain't God. That's the devil. What? <laughs> I know. What? Just, it's just so, so if the if the if the mistress is prettier, is that God? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> It's just it's just so funny because you think, well, okay, maybe he wouldn't let that piece get on camera and right, distribute right. it. Just some, I don't know. Yeah, he's just vomiting out ideas. <laughs> no money, no honey. Ah. Well, see, you're welcome. I don't I, isn't that called Excuse prostitution? Me, can you, <laughs> or, Ray, can you just right. ship me back to Egypt, please? <laughs> <laughs> This is my mistress, Natasha. She's so beautiful. God gave her to me. (laughs) Well, then I'll end this on something that I had no idea about, and I'd love to do maybe an episode on the incredible Randy. I'd heard about him. (laughs) Sorry. The incredible Randy. The incredible (laughs) Randy. James Randy. He was like a... Houdini wannabe, but he was very good at it. And uh, he would do all these um, tricks and and different things. People loved him. But he also got really irritated when he saw different people using magic or hypnotism or religious, quote, magic to manipulate people. Like it really, he's like, this is for entertainment. Oh, so he was pure. He was a purist, okay. right. very pure, and he would get really annoyed. So he would try and, like, there was this whole thing that he tried to disprove Yuri Geller at the time, who was this mentalist guy that would be on all the talk <laughs> shows, who would bend spoons with his mind and all that. So the incredible Randy would go on those same shows and do it too. Even Barbara Walters was like, 
Oh, crap. I thought it was real, you know. Wait, the bending of the spoons isn't real? It bends, but there it's a trick. And so oh, incredible I'm have Randy to Google that. was like <laughs> Incredible oh. Randy. <laughs> so incredible Randy decides, you know what? I've heard about this freaking pop-off guy. <laughs> and I'm gonna see what he's doing, how he's doing this. Because what Popov does is he's in a big audience and he's like, okay, there's someone here. Let me see. Bonnie Buttlicker, Bonnie Buttlicker. And you would stand up and be like, oh my gosh, it's me. <laughs> and he's like, 423 Senate Drive. And you would be like, yes, God's telling me, you know, your left ear, it, you're going <laughs> to hear better in it. You know, all this stuff. Um, and so people would just be mesmerized and all that. So they decided because he could hack into medical records, <laughs> but he would do it like just right in front of everyone. Mm. So they went in and they started Randy and his team to disprove and figure out things. So he had one guy who <laughs> dressed up as a security guy and would mm-hmm. be backstage. Um, um, he had another few in the audience. So one of the ones in the audience had noticed a very, very tiny black spot in Popov's ear. And he's like, I think someone is feeding him this information from backstage. So here comes the guy who they dress up like a security guard, and he has a walkie-talkie with him. But Mm -hmm. what he does is... He just keeps going through all the channels to see if he can pick up a frequency of who's talking to Popov. Mm -hmm. And they have the recording, and you just hear these footsteps, and then you hear Popov's wife going, Mm. I hope you can hear me. Okay, third row on the right, Emily. No, a little more to the right, Emily Smith leukemia, you know, whatever it is. And how'd she find that out? Because <laughs> at the beginning they ask everyone to fill out prayer, prayer cards. I knew it. So everyone comes in and it's just like name, address, all that. And I mean, they would be specific with the address. Um, and then whatever they're going through. And all these people would just stand up in amazement. It's so sad because there'd be like these older ladies running up when their name was called, like they just won a million dollars crying the, because they On the prices, right? It's exactly what <laughs> it looks Amazing like. Randy. I'm sorry. Is it Amazing <laughs> Randy? No, it's Pop-Up. No. Oh, oh, yeah, right, yeah. right. Sorry. They run up to Pop-Up. Sorry, Randy. Um, so, yeah, so the Amazing Randy guy that he sent there to be a security guard picked it up and recorded it on oh. the frequency of the wife giving all this information. It's so sad. And they also ended up having um, someone in the audience, a woman uh, ended up getting like uterine cancer healed or whatever. And Popov told, you know, I feel that there's something here and I think you've got a uterine thing and we're going to heal it. Well, it was one of Popov's guys dressed as a woman. So. What? 
Popov cured a man of uterine cancer. He cured so a man of just, uterus. They were oh my just God. trying to like debunk this guy. So they debunked him, but then guess how? And I think you're gonna like this. Guess how they they proved him or no, how they announced because a lot of people in the country knew who this guy was, Popov, because mm-hmm. he was on one, he had been on BET. I never understand why they let white televangelists on Black Entertainment Network in the first place. But um, so that's where a lot Kearney, of his audience. That's where Kearney's show is. Yeah, I guess it was just a money-making situation then. But so um, the amazing Randy was already famous nationally, and he would end up on different shows. So he went on the Johnny Carson show, and they're talking about stuff, and then Johnny's like, I hear you disprove people, and you don't like this. He goes, yeah. In fact, listen to this, and he plays the recording and says what happened at the pop-off thing. He's like, a lot of you have heard of this guy, and um, that's what we found. And Johnny Carson goes, does he know that you were there <laughs> and that you know this? And um, Amazing Randy goes, nobody does now. Oh, my gosh. And so it's like this huge news. It was all over the newspapers. Um, and I'm like, that's some chutzpah to go on national television and reveal a televangelist right there live. Yeah. And so everyone thought that would be the end of Popov. Oh, no. Popov must have oh. sued him for recording it. No, no. no. I mean, okay. I mean, what would they do? They'll just dig in more and just be like, you know. But um, sadly, George Popov and his wife are still around, and they're still bilking people. And now, you know, the miracle water is is their main shtick. But still have a TV show, still have ministry, you can still find them on Facebook. Uh, Did you see the piece on Johnny Carson? Yeah. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Okay. And Johnny Carson was even, like, a little little either scared of what was being announced, like, oh, this just dropped right now, or... You know, f- sort of the expression of, did you get this guy type thing? I can't mm-hmm. tell, but I'll send it and I'll put it on our website. But wow. that is, that's George Popov. I mean, Peter Popov, Peter George Popov. <laughs> Peter George and the amazing Randy. All right. <laughs> I can't wait to look up Randy. <laughs> All well, right, well, that's our fourth annual kook-off. You guys can tell us on Instagram or, you know, any of the ways you can get in touch with us. Who you think is the craziest, and please, if you've ever gotten mail from these people, because they love those, um, what are they, marketing funnels? Please. <laughs> I don't know. They're red we, handkerchiefs. <laughs> we have our own P.O. box. It'll be in the description. If you saved any of that crap, mail it to us, and we'll do like a video of all this stuff. And then I we'll mail it. you a pen. And then with that pen, you can write your name and address down, because that's like how God told me to tell you to do it. <laughs> now! <laughs> oh, man. I don't even want to imitate how he does it, because it's not nice to the microphone or your ears. It's not. It's unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, I'm going to go make my legs grow. Um, oh, okay. Just one. That's right. Just one. And get my olive oil soap to yeah. cure my attitude. <laughs> Have Your a great attitude. week, everyone. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.